This is Bill Messerly with St. Gabriel Catholic Radio, bringing you a dialogue with Bishop Robert J. Brennan, Bishop for the Diocese of Columbus, for the week of June 21st, 2020, as we celebrate this week of the summer solstice. Welcome, Your Excellency. Good morning. Good morning. It's good to see you. Yeah, we're happy to begin summer, aren't we? It's been a long and tough spring. (laughs) It sure has. I think we're all a little stir-crazy, and the more light will make this week good. Uh, Last week, you ended up the week with a a day of prayer with your priest on Friday uh, for the Feast of the Sacred Heart, and talking about how our priests uh, are important to have the heart of Christ. Exactly. And it was a great day to be celebrating, and I thank you. I thank all of you at St. Gabriel Radio for helping to make it a special day for everyone, really, uh, your broadcast and all of the different conversations that you had along the way. Uh, I had hoped uh, that we would have been much further along with the COVID uh, virus behind us, and yet we're not quite there yet, so I had hoped that we would have a, a day of recollection and be together as priests. And while we weren't able quite to do that, we did have that opportunity to pray together. So um, Monsignor Lane, who I know is a great, um, one of the great bedrock founders, if you will, of uh, one of the first voices on St. Gabriel Radio, um, spoke to us. Instead of giving us a day of recollection, he gave us a homily. We celebrated evening prayer, one of the promises we make at our diaconate ordination is to pray the office every day, and there are different hours of the office. Um, And uh, one of those hours is evening prayer, also called Vespers. So we prayed that together using Zoom. You know, I've learned from now a faithful that a lot of people are using Zoom to pray the rosary, to get together in groups during this time. And so we picked up the same habit. We've uh, prayed the office a couple of times together, usually the shorter uh, prayers, but this time we prayed Vespers and we had a very, very powerful, very inspiring homily from Monsignor Lane. And I know talking to priests after, they very much enjoyed it, but but you set the right tone. It's all, all this was about our focus on trying to have our beats, our hearts beat with the heart of Jesus Christ. And um, and so we need to become more like Christ. We, and the only way to become more like Christ is to spend that time with him, to pray and to draw from the graces of his sacred heart. And you uh, referred to some of those um, virtues, uh, mercy, compassion. Those are of the heart of Christ. Indeed, indeed. And those uh, virtues, the virtues that we are called to live as priests, virtues like mercy and compassion, are indeed, they, they flow from the heart of Jesus Christ. And, and so it's not our own doing, but it's the heart of Christ who, who pours those graces, hopefully, through us. Uh, as long as the, the key thing is we've got to stay out of the way. Let him, let him work. <laughs> <laughs> now that kind of goes into our Sunday reading that uh, God so loved us that he created us, and you kind of put a spin on that. You talked about that God not only created us to know, love, and serve him, but there's the converse to that. Yes. Do you remember that? Do you remember the Baltimore Catechism question and answer? I'm why embarrassed did God to say yes. <laughs> <laughs> so why why did God make us? That's the question. And the question was, and the answer, of course, is God made us to know him, to love him, to serve him in this life, and to be happy with him forever in the next. But, you know, God made us because God wanted to know and love us, because 
God wanted to serve us. I mean, think you know, that sounds weird, but think about everything that's at our disposal. That mm-hmm. comes from the hand of God. God created us because God wanted to care for us, to serve us. He became human to to kneel down in service and humble service. Um, God made us because God wanted to know us and love us and service. And God made us for the eternity of, 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 ha- of happiness. And uh, so, so to be together with us, he made us because he wanted us to be with him forever in heaven. So, um, so yes, uh, Jesus reminds us of that truth. And, you know, he does it in the context of, uh, of all the worries of the world. He, he, he acknowledges that there are a lot of worries and dangers. You know, um, the prophet Jeremiah, that was the first reading. I love that first opening line. Terror on every side. I just feel terror <laughs> on every side. <laughs> and, and um, you know, Jeremiah spoke for the hearts of many people at his time, but what they were looking for was an easy answer, you mm-hmm. know. And there wasn't an easy answer. And, and, and Jeremiah said, we're going to go through tough times, but God will never abandon us through this. And, um, and you know, Jeremiah was... You know, we're going through some of these tough times because these are consequences of years and years of sin and um, on, on behalf of the nation. And, and people really didn't want to hear that. And so that, that was the lead into the Babylonian captivity. And so Jesus speaks to us in our own experience of terror on every side. And he says, don't be afraid. God loves you. Even the hairs of your head are counted. God passionately cares about you, about the details of your life. And even though sometimes things are tough, even though things are scary, and, and you know, let's, let's be honest. Um, right now, um, there is a lot of worry, fear, division um, in the world. A lot of old wounds, like racism, are being exposed. But there's also, um, you know, a lot of... Um, destruction and um, um, violence. And so, um, yeah, it's, we are on edge. All of us are on edge. But, um, but we lead with beauty. We lead with the beauty of the gospel. We lead with the beauty of the gift of the human person created in God's own image and likeness. And th- those are the fundamental truths. And so th- those truths lead to a vision that the church puts out there for the world, um, that God made us in his image and likeness and, um, and made us as we are, male and female. God made us and made us to be loving. God made us and God passionately cares about us. And, um, and the path of that God has designed is meant for our long-term well-being and happiness. And, you know, talk about, you know, how we were created, and that kind of flows into this racism issue uh, that we need to look at each other with the dignity that God created us. Exactly, and see that dignity of God in every single person, every single human person. And that dignity is bestowed upon God, upon people by God. That dignity is bestowed upon us by God, not granted to us by some institution or any government. You know, these basic human rights, things like religious liberty, things like the right to life. um, These are all things that, you know, we don't, society doesn't define what are the rights. These are given to us by God. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and but God also gives us a plan and, and a path, and God accompanies us on that path. And 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 that's where Jesus was leading us. Don't be afraid, even though there's as the prophet Jeremiah said, terror on every side. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one of the great witnesses for us is the, is the witnesses of the saints. And this week, um, by the way, this week is is uh, Religious Liberty Week, but this week is chock full of great saints, isn't it? It is. It is. We got some heavy hitters here. We do. Yesterday we celebrated the feast of Saints Thomas More and Saint John Fisher, and um, Saint Thomas More was a a, a lawyer, a chancellor for uh, King Henry the Eighth, a father of a family, um, and um, lived according to the principles, and he gave his life. Mm-hmm. Because by, by again, gently, joyfully, but steadfastly defending the dignity of marriage and the right of religious freedom, um, and then the, the bishop Thomas uh, John Fisher, Saint John Fisher, who devoted to the care of the poor, and but stead but did it in a way that was steadfast to the faith. He knew that you know. That, that the truth comes from, from Christ through his church. So those are two martyrs. Uh, another martyr we uh, celebrate later this week, we celebrate the birth of St. John the Baptist mm. and the way that he um, presented Jesus to the world, you know. <laughs> Behold the Lamb of God. There he is, you know. First he said, prepare the way, repent, but behold the Lamb of God. He points to, to Christ. And then, of course, um, uh, next, the beginning of next week, so on next Monday, uh, so we'll go Monday to Monday, and we, we celebrate Peter and Paul, the great apostles of the faith. Um, so, you know, the church, I, I often say this, one breath. We, in the same breath we say, we, we proclaim the splendor of truth and the joy of the gospel. I use those two uh, titles from uh, in one encyclical of uh, St. John Paul II and the other encyclical from... Uh, Pope Francis, but the splendor of truth is the joy of the gospel, and the joy of the gospel is the splendor of truth. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's a there's a vision that we, we we bear witness to, and just like over the centuries, we needed the saints, people like Thomas More, John Fisher, John the Baptist, and uh, Peter and Paul. Just like we had those heavy hitters to the saints, guess what the church needs today? Mm-hmm. Saints, mm-hmm. the witness of saints. And don't we see that in so many wonderful people who are living out the beauty of the gospel? We do, we do. And uh, the, the difficulty is with all of uh, these great saints and the great saints that we're called to now is to not only speak the truth, but to do so with compassion, mercy, and peace. Exactly. And again, where do we get that from? That's what Jesus was talking about. Don't be afraid. You're deeply loved by God. Even the hairs of your head are counted. We speak the truth in love because the Lord speaks to us the truth in love. Mm-hmm. The Lord speaks to us in love. And so um, the vision of the church, the vision of God, is a vision that that is based in love, in love and respect. And so we'll just, you know, again, be that like the prophets, like the saints, that bold and joyful voice in the world, um, and 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 
present that vision that God has given us, that design that leads ultimately to happiness and to well-being and ultimately to the eternal happiness of heaven. Bishop Brennan, could you close us with a prayer? Indeed. Lord God, look upon us this day in our need and remind us of the power of your love for us. Help us to hear once again the invitation of your Son. Come to me, all you who are burdened, who labor, and I will give you rest. Help us to respond to that call and to draw our peace and our serenity and the confidence to live the truth of your gospel so that all may see the power of your love in the world. We make our prayer through Christ our Lord. Amen. And may Almighty God bless all of you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Bishop Brennan, for joining us for this dialogue for the week of June 21st, 2020. And now we rejoin our regularly scheduled programming already in progress.